And hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. My name is Chuck. And my name is Lee. And we are here again to complete Season 2 of Cobra Kai. We're going to do Episodes 9 and 10 tonight. Yeah. Um, and kind of, you know, finish the season. So, um, this episode is called Pulpo. Am I pronouncing that correct? Yeah, I, I'd assume. I saw it and I was like, I'm not sure if it's Poopo. Poopo. I I was like, I wasn't. I'm not. I supposed to wear glasses and I wasn't. I was like, does it say pupil? No. I was like, no. No. Pulpo. No. Pulpo. Yeah. Do you know what pulpo means? Yeah, it's uh, it's a nickname for the movie Pulp Fiction. No, actually, um, pulpo a la Galaga is a is a. Mexican dish, and I'm, I'm assuming, whatever. <laughs> I, I'm assuming it has something to do with uh, the restaurant that they go to. True. Oh, well, it's, it's a it's a Galician dish. Uh, dish. So, dishk. Dishk. Yeah. See, the thing is, I think it's a horrible title because if you don't actually know that, it's, it's from Spain. Yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah, pulpo la galega. So I'm, sure. I'm assuming that's what she ate, because he was like, "I'll have the polo." Blah blah blah. Well, I mean, basically, we didn't we didn't do much better here. <laughs> with with hard tacos and no green stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna so, write that down. Yeah, I have a lot to say about that because I used to be a waiter back in the day. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe it. <laughs> hey, wow, you actually make decent money as a waiter if you do it right, or a waitress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you'd be a waiter, but yeah, I, I'd assume. <laughs> so. To, to start this off, this series loves its montages. They do a ton of montages. Um, mm-hmm. Not sure if they have to do one every single episode, but they do, so why not? But this one opens up with a training montage, um, showing Sam training. At the same time, they're showing Tori training. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it goes into Tori training and with Miguel and Sam training with Robbie. Robbie. And yeah. then it turns into the cute, you know, we're done training, let's kiss scene and and yeah. montage. Mm. To me, the whole thing was about was the same thing. It was just comparing, you know, because she's Tori's going on about, you know, in this montage how Sam's a bully and they're they're see you're seeing flash flashbacks throughout season two. Um and basically, for me, this was just their way of showing a new and updated version of Johnny and Daniel. Mm. That was just my thoughts on that. Um, but really not much to say about the montages. But to get really into it, um, Robbie is getting ready to tell Sam's parents about them. And for the first time in about a season, we run into... Robbie's mom. Um, Robbie's mom is now back. She apologizes for everything that she did, um, leaving for the quote-unquote week and a half that she left for, which I think was all summer, (laughs) to be honest. Mm -hmm. Week and a half all summer. Um, She is coming back to tell Robbie that she is now leaving again, Um, but this time she is leaving for rehab because she knows that the, the alcohol and the pills have just been messing with her life, and she has just asked the LaRussos to watch him. Um, mm-hmm. 
to continue and, to watch him. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You know, can they? Can he stay here? Sure. He's been here for three months. Why not? Yeah. Um, and so this 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 episode again was two of the same scenes primarily. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, so we're going to start. Carmen is getting ready for a date. I actually found this pretty funny um, with Johnny. And her mom is kind of, you know, razzing her and making fun of her for going on a date. You know, it's time to go on a date. You know what, you know what moms do. Mm. Um, <clears throat> you hear the door knock. She answers it. It's Johnny. And then you hear her mom in Spanish, I don't know what she says in Spanish, but if you look at the subtitles, it says, don't knock her up. Yeah. And Johnny's response is? <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If someone spoke to you in Spanish, what would, you, what would your first response be? <clears throat> ah. <laughs> Just nod and smile. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm, yeah. It, it reminds me mm. of that scene in, uh... oh, was it? I want to say it was the dictator or something like that, where Bobby Lee was there and he was laughing that his wife didn't know any English. It's like, you can say any, anything to her and she'll just nod and smile. And he's like, look, and he looks at her and goes, shaved ape. And she's like, oh, aha. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like shaved ape. So that's all I think of. And you don't know when somebody's saying, just go, ah, yeah. <laughs> and move on. It's, yeah. I, I, you can kind of see... Johnny is still kind of stuck. Um, he's coming out of it, but he's still stuck. Um, but at this time, you see Sam is on Skype or Facebook video or something with Moon. Um, somehow, her and Moon have maintained being friends throughout this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Amanda comes in and states that her and Daniel are now going on a dinner date. Um and she's basically saying, don't do anything I wouldn't do. Um, if you're going to go, you know, you know, go out and be safe. So mm-hmm. Sam's like, well, I will. So she goes to get changed and she's in her closet and she sees the octopus that Miguel had won her in season one. Yes. She has a quick flashback, nothing of it at that point, and yeah. then moves on. And then this is where it starts to become you know the the back and forth um johnny is bringing cameron carmen sorry cameron wow carmen <laughs> to <laughs> cameron wow how did that how did that happen <clears throat> you have a son <laughs> i have a son named cameron um if johnny ever brought does, cameron on a date that'd be probably a big problem I was say does your son look like like an older mexican woman <laughs> no um, he does have curly hair though very 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 curly, <laughs> very hair. curly hair um he brings her to this restaurant which is a spanish restaurant mexican restaurant Span- i don't know is well it, i mean what she spanish ordered, or mexican well what she ordered was actually um like i said galician or whatever so it's from a western part of spain um but that was that specific dish. I don't know if that's something that carried over to Mexican, but either way, it was a restaurant that served food that was somehow Spanish-related. And Mexican, or both. Okay. Um, sure. <clears throat> when they walk in, they're, having, they're ordering drinks, and then Daniel and Amanda walk in. Mm. And the only table, conveniently, that is available is the one that's 
right next to them. It, it um, couldn't get, it couldn't have gotten any closer without being the same table. Right until they make it the same table. <laughs> um, but Johnny and Daniel are not having this. Amanda and Carmen are fine with it. Um, so now they're official. They're unofficially <clears throat> officially on a double date. Um, Sam and Robbie are now going to a party with the kids, uh, the kids from Miyagi-Do. And this is actually pretty funny. They're walking up the sidewalk, and Dimitri is going on about how there are too many people there, and he should not have brought um, Trivial Pursuit. He should have brought Boulder Dash to this (laughs) party. (laughs) Have you played Boulder Dash? Personally, no. I don't even know what it's about. I played it a long time ago. It actually was pretty fun, but anyway. What's, how do you play? I Honestly, it's been like 15 to 17 years. I don't recall. What was the I game remember that, enjoying it. <laughs> what was the game that we played with our wives? Was it was it Cranium? Oh, Cranium. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's very similar to Trivial Pursuit, isn't it? No. There's one... There's a, a fourth of it. <laughs> or sorry, a, a tw- Yeah, a quarter of it. Not a fourth. <laughs> How do you? Isn't Trivial Pursuit basically trying to figure out the same thing that the other person's telling you? Trivial Pursuit. I haven't is, played is trivi- Trivial Pursuit. Trivi- in trivial Pursuit is years. literally trivia questions with multiple choice que- like answers. That's it. And a board. And Cranium is like acting things out and drawing things out and asking and, questions and, and yeah, it's it's four different games in one. Gotcha. Um, I don't think our wives enjoyed playing that game with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you guess that? This is the answer. Yep. <laughs> Duke um, Greece. <laughs> ba, ba. Is that Greece? Yes, it's Greece. <laughs> yep. I mean, we. I think we won like very quickly, huh? very, 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 very easily. Um, <laughs> they were actually very, very upset about, with us. Um. When the kids from the Yagi Do walk into the party, they see that kids from Cobra Kai are there. They're not too happy about this. They're getting ready to leave before a fight starts, and Moon walks in and tries to say, Hey, this is the last day of summer. You know, I want everyone to be friends for the school year. Let's not fight tonight. Yada, yada, yada. Um, you know, very let's, let's try to make things happen, and she's not successful at it. At this point in time, Daniel makes Daniel and Johnny are with their dates at the restaurant, and they're all ordering their drinks, and they're all ordering something, you know, fancy. And then it gets over to Johnny, and he orders a Coors Banquet. <laughs> well, of course, of course, Dan, Daniel looks at him with this total judgment, like, "Oh, banquet! Well, good for you. Enjoy your banquet." <laughs> Whatever. I, I find it hilarious. But then at this point, now it's a battle of whose dojo is better. Johnny's is bigger. Daniel's gets more value because he gives him better quality. Um, 
and Amanda and Carmen are not going to have this. They're like, not tonight. This is well, not happening. The, the way they do it, though, Johnny basically looks over at, her, at Carmen as if he was having a con- like midway through a conversation. He goes, oh, yeah, I mean, did I, did I mention, you know, how great everything's going? Like, we've got all these kids. I don't It's like we're, we're blowing up so big because of this and that. And it's just it's crazy. And then. You know, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel looks over and, does, and does the same thing. And he goes, you know what I love about my karate dojo? Like, <laughs> he goes into it and it's like, and immediately Amanda's like, oh, right. This is, this is, this what, is we're gonna, what we're, we're doing this, this we're now? Doing? Okay, great. All right, fine. So it just became that they, they knew what was up. Carmen was probably the only one who was like the odd person out who did not really know what was going on. But I think Amanda. she thought that Gian, I think she thought that Johnny was actually trying to have a real conversation, yeah. not fully realizing what was happening. No, um, not at all. This is the point in time though where the girls are like, "Let's join tables. Let's have a double date, basically." And the boy and the guys are like, "No, let's not." She's like, but, "Is that going to be okay? I don't know. Is it?" <laughs> sure. Um. We go back to the party. There's kids dancing and enter Stingray with a date and beer (laughs) and 40s. And the date goes, his date goes, she's like, I thought we were going to a party at your friend's house. He's like, yeah, these are my friends. Their parents are away for the weekend. Oh, man. How old would you say he is? He's got to be late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's what he's playing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> these are his friends. 16, 17 year olds are his friends. Um, while this is happening, Tori's in the backyard having a drinking game, um, and challenges Sam. And this drinking game happens to be, I've played my fair share of drinking games. I don't think I would do this one. This one is where you stand on a stool. Each uh-huh. player, each person stands on a stool on that stool. They stand on one foot. And they drink, they have one drink after another, after another to see who falls off the stool first. Um, I, I don't know if I would play that game. No, there's, there's a few games that, that happened here that, <laughs> that I uh, didn't expect. Um, I mean, later on, we get it too. My, my, the, what made me laugh so hard was um, Stingray, the game that he was playing the whole time. <laughs> but we'll we'll get there. But no, they're doing some weird balancing game, drinking and balancing, and okay, whatever. And it's basically it ends up getting to a point where it's Sam versus Tori. Right. Okay. Let's see how this goes. <sighs> Again, it's it's it goes right from two guys competing to these two girls competing. competing. It's just it's just everything here is just the competition, 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 competition. In right, every 100%. every single place they go, it just keeps on going. Right. At this point, we're back at the table. Tensions are rising between Johnny and Daniel. Um, and that's about as far as that scene goes. Nothing really happens. You just know tensions are rising. They're not happy. Sam and Tori are now competing, and they're still competing. Um, and then it clicks over to, you see, Stingray. <laughs> he's got his hands duct taped to 240s. Yes, he's playing Edward 40 hands. <laughs> Um, which I've heard of this game, and the I've whole never... the whole thing is you you basically get these things duct taped to your hands, and you can't get them off until you finish drinking. Um, 
So you're, yeah, you're just stuck. He, he just never he just never gets them off. Well, he never finished. Oh, oh yeah, he does. No. Did he? Yep, he does. Oh. At the end. Well, at the end. Um, <laughs> um, at this point, Hawk is trying to... He's talking to a friend of his, and he's, talk, he's talking about the best way to get a girl back is have her see you with another girl, basically. So he finds this girl. He goes and talks to her, and he starts to introduce, and she says, my name is... And then you hear Moon go, Piper. Yep. And she basically walks over, kisses her, and introduces herself as her new girlfriend yeah um hawks kind of stunned i'll be honest when i first watched this episode for the first time i was a little shocked mm-hmm. um i was not expecting this stuff in this tv show but well i mean here we are <laughs> yep back at the dinner table um you see johnny and daniel kind of connecting um daniel because The girls have to... One girl has to use the bathroom. So the other girl is going to go to the bathroom with them. This is one thing that I've never understood. I've never been at a table with, you know, double date, whatever, or what, or anybody, and been like, I have to use the bathroom. Join me? I don't think it's ever been a join me. It's or I'm going to go too. It ends up being like, this is a chance for the girls to talk. Like, it's, it's a common movie like it's a theatrical thing I, i've never seen it in real life but then again maybe it's because I've, I've never really gone on a double date i've seen girls do it in real life I've, oh but i've okay. i've never i've i've never been out and been like gonna use the bathroom and then have another dude be like hey want to cross want to go across the streams <laughs> <It's> <laughs> let's like, go wait. let's go defeat gozer <laughs> uh, you're right i don't understand it i probably never will understand it but hey whatever so while they're powdering their noses um johnny and daniel connecting on how much they actually hate crease johnny fired crease got rid of him um and johnny tells daniel that he wants cobra kai to be so much better than what it was um you start to see daniel believing johnny and see something different in him right this is the roller coaster ride that happens between johnny and daniel throughout every season daniel trusts him then he doesn't Johnny yep. shows some change, and then one thing happens that's not even Johnny's fault, or it is Johnny's fault from back in the day. And everything and goes Daniel's back like, down. Yep. Everything goes back down. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Then they're all doing their. They're all. They're all ordering. <laughs> they're all ordering their their dinner, and <clears throat> as they're ordering, the waitress is not writing anything down. Nope. And when Carmen orders, Johnny goes, you should, you're going to write that down? You're going to forget? She's like, nope, I got it all up here, pointing to her head. And then she goes to Amanda's, and Amanda gives this big, long order, and Daniel's like, are you sure you don't want to write this down? And the waitress is like, I got it all up here. So then they all order. It's fine. Now, here's the thing. I waited tables for probably three or four years. In the beginning, I wrote my orders down. After about six months, I stopped. Right. I understand that. Right. But and I can understand people getting things wrong. Oh yeah, me too. So <laughs> I mean, like I, as a, as the person who's paying you for a service, would feel much better if you wrote down what I'm giving you. So 
I, there's, so, there's, 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 a, there's one one big thing that as a, as a patron of a restaurant, if if I get to the point in my cup in my in my drink where I'm going, and you haven't asked me if I want another drink, that's a that's a percentage off the off the tip right there. Like you should be keeping an eye on people's hydration. That's for safety. Um, for safety. For safety. <laughs> it's for safety. <laughs> no, but sorry, but, sir. It's been three minutes since you've had your last sip. I don't want yeah. you to dehydrate. Here's your next course banquet. <laughs> no, no, no. You ask. You're like, oh, can I get you anything? Like that's that's one of the biggest things that I think is a big deal. But the point is, what if you're a fast drinker? If somebody comes in and they're clearly parched, you just say, would you like another, like, immediately? <laughs> if they're clearly parched. No. the reality. <laughs> I'm just saying, <clears throat> as, a, as a patron, it's not so much, like, how cool do you think you are as a waitstaff? It's your job is to make... Your job is to make the person who's paying money for you to serve them to feel be like they're being served in a way that makes them feel good. Now, that could go a couple of different ways. It's great if somebody is at a point where they, they, they pay attention, they're attentive to detail, and they come back and they get your order perfect. But for people who have control issues, they would feel a lot more comfortable knowing that the person's not going to get it messed up because maybe they're really hungry. They don't want to have to wait for them to take it back and fix it afterwards, you know, or, you know, whatever. It depends on the situation, but the reality is most people would feel comfortable knowing that somebody is taking the extra time to ensure them that what they are paying for is going to be at the highest quality. So that's just the other side of it. I haven't worked in the food industry, not to that degree. Um, I've been very close with people who have, my wife included. Um, but I, I understand it's like I don't spend my hard-earned money to have somebody wait on me unless I really want to be served. Because otherwise, I would much rather save the money and just make the food myself, which I am more than capable to do. So if I'm going to go to a restaurant, please treat me like royalty. <laughs> 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 Not royal. You get my point, though. Wow, <laughs> very, very, very high standards. I love it. Well, it just, I, I used to it wait. Just... I used to wait tables, and the at the peak of my waiting experience, um, I had a table of twenty come in. Whew. Yeah, and I did didn't you write, write that down. I did not write a single thing down. Uh -huh. And in the process of taking their drink orders, I took all 20 drink orders. And like, you're going to write this down? And you're going to know. I said, nope, I got it. So I, I couldn't do it now. This was, all, this was 20 years ago. Right. Today, I'd write it all down. Mm -hmm. My, I, I could not. I, I would be spacing out about four people in and be going. <laughs> and I would be so just hurry up. I, I yeah. don't even remember my own order half the time. But <clears throat> I... I took all 20 drink orders, delivered them, and then the the patriarch, let's call him, of the whole party is mm -hmm. like, are you going to write anything down? I got mm -hmm. the same question. And I was right. like, no, I'm good. He's like, really? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. So he's like, okay, if you get everything right on top of your regular tip, I will give you an additional $100. Yep. And I'm like, sweet. Mm -hmm. Put the order in brought everything out the cook 
Oh yeah, yeah. The Blame co- the cook. Blame the cook. I had the ticket. I had the ticket, and uh-huh. I showed them. Uh huh. The cook made my over easy eggs I put in for one party over medium. <laughs> I showed them the ticket that it actually was over easy, but because it came out with and the person was fine. They're like, you know what? It's over medium. It's not too bad. They were fine with it. Um, instead of the hundred dollar tip, I got a seventy five dollar tip on top of the regular tip. Um, but could I do that today? No chance. Mm-hmm. No chance. I have a hard time knowing what I'm doing tomorrow without it being on my calendar now. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if yep. I don't live by my calendar, I'm out. Yep. That's what happens. Double, double booking things. Mm-hmm. Um, Canceling podcast nights. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's been It's been like rapid fire with like the past few weeks like it's all been of us crazy. I'm like whoa okay we're now we're behind again <laughs> I mean, we all i mean this week you can't this upcoming week you can't make it that so. was that was well scheduled out not right but can't saying, do it tonight <laughs> hey you can't do it tonight can't do it tomorrow oh doing wow. we so so ever fyi we do most of our podcasts sunday nights and tuesday nights late so uh-huh. when we're doing them late it's like Two nights a week, we're up until minimum 11 o'clock talking about these things. And I'm usually in bed between 9 and 9.30. Wow. Well, I'm good in for you. bed between 9 and 9.30. What time are you up for? <laughs> I'm usually up between 6 and 6.30. Wow. Good for you. I go to bed at like midnight or later and I'm up at 6. God, no. Yeah. No, no, not me. I would be done. I've done it. I would be toast. I don't see how you can sleep that long. That would hurt me. Anyway. I'm in bed <laughs> around 9, 9.30. I put a show on. I probably fall asleep around 10.30. Oh, you 10, have a TV in your room. Okay, there you I go. Do, I do. Yeah, I we do, got, I do. Yeah, we got rid of a TV in a room as soon as we got our apartment. We just didn't need it. Yeah, I try, I've tried multiple times turning the TV off, and I lay there. I've laid there for an hour. Yeah. Hour and a half, two hours. Yep. And I'm yep. like, I'm tired. That's your, that's your time to read. Dude, I read before I go to bed. Did you get a pair of these lazy readers? They're fantastic. <sighs> if anybody hasn't gotten these yet, check out uh, check out lazy readers or easy readers. They call them different things on Amazon. And what they are is they're they're basically like a periscope. All right. So you put them on while you're like laying down, and you can read a book. <laughs> Or watch TV or whatever because they angle your entire view down. So you could walk around, and if you're wearing them while you're walking, you're watching your feet as you're looking no, straight I ahead. I couldn't do that. <laughs> I could not do that. But, dude, it, it's amazing. I've read books like that. That's how I read, like, you know, I do, like, my devotionals and stuff with it, too. I'm like, this is great. It less stress on your neck. You can just hang well, I usually out. Do my, I usually do my reading <laughs> before bed. Um my devotion, my devotions and journal time before bed, but I don't typically watch TV during the day, like mm. at all, unless I'm prepping for one of our podcasts. Or, but my 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 leisure watching, I do a half an hour to an hour a night at bedtime, and that's it. Wow. Okay. Um. So, like today, I don't have time I do for a, leisure. I don't have time for leisure watching. Neither do I. That's why I do it. I go to bed. And it takes me four nights to watch a show because I fall asleep in the middle of the show every single time. Blippy? Um, is it Blippy? What? Is it Blippy? 
<laughs> is that your leisure watching? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, it took me... I tried watching Lord of the Rings one time, leisure, leisurely, and um, <laughs> it took me about two and a half weeks to watch one movie. Well, yeah. I mean, those are like four and a half hour long movies. Yeah. Now, imagine watching... 50, 20, 25 minutes a night sporadically. Yeah. Dude, that's, I mean, yes, <laughs> I understand. That's why I tried going through the MCU one movie at a time, all 23 movies. Well, this was back when it was just 23 movies, and um, it took me two and a half months. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so before, it took so, me two or three nights to watch each movie. So, for those who don't know, actually, before we started Black and White, um, Geez, what were we back then? Black and white commentaries, black and white productions, black and white reviews. Before we started doing that, Will and I had a plan because he was moving out to California. Now, Will was moving out to California like seven times, and he just never did. So uh, this was the last time that he was moving out to California. Um, and we're like, we're going to do something big. We're going to do something epic. We're going we're gonna to watch. We're going to do a marathon. We were going to watch all... All of the movies leading up to Endgame. Like, this was before Endgame came out. So we're like, we're going to do it. So we were going to watch all of the movies that came through. All chronologically, too. You know, even though the end credit scenes wouldn't match up, I don't care. We wanted to watch it all chronologically. Um, mapped it out. It would have been, like, three and a half days. And that's with, like, taking, like, a two-hour sleep break, you know, once a day. <laughs> it was it was a lot to get it all did in you, there. Did you do it? No. No. What we ended up doing was we modified it and we switched it over to the Star Wars major release um marathon. So did you, we did you make that one? We did. Um so we started off with episode one. Um we did we <laughs> by the time we were done with episode one, let's just say Will was not focused as much anymore so i ended up watching episode two by myself basically and um we were doing this as a big deal we were going to make this part of like our podcast thing so we actually did like a video commentary that we were doing and it just i think he lost all the footage um <laughs> conveniently and <laughs> so that never went anywhere so we just said let's just you know watch them and not make a big thing of it but we did one two three um, we did Solo, we did Rogue One, 4, 5, 6, um, and then 7, 8, 9. That's what they, and, and, and that took days. So, like, I went, we went to his house, watched the first two, then we came back to, we, uh, I think we, yeah, we crashed there for the night, then we came back up here, went right into episode three, and then worked our way through. By the end of that... It's so funny because, like, neither of us wanted to talk to each other. Um, or no, watch Star Wars or for Or watch Star months. Wars for months. <laughs> it was like, we were both like, all right. So I, I, like, drove him back home. And I'm just like, see you later. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Shuts the door and just left. <laughs> like, oh. Anyway, that's a, a big tangent we went off there. But Yeah, whatever. So I mean, yeah. Star, Star Wars Marathon. Um, I would say if you're going to do a marathon night, three is the ultimate max. If you're doing Lord of the Rings extended editions, one is the ultimate max. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I you're was, doing Lord uh, of the Rings and Hobbit. 
Oh yeah, no, 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 no. So um, I would say the, the one time I tried doing this, I, I did a a twenty four hour. Um, this this is many 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 years ago. Tenacious D twenty four hours of Tenacious D. I attempted this, and it was between music, movies, the TV show, live music, like us playing it, you know, like with guitars and stuff, like actually doing it. Um, we did not make it. People freaked out and said, we can't do this anymore, and ended up playing Guitar Hero instead. Um, it just it did not work. I was the only one who was still gung-ho, and they're like, you're, you're ridiculous. We're not doing this anymore. And I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> But of course, you're the only one that's so gun ho about it. <laughs> um, yeah. But back to uh, Cobra K. Oh, Cobra K. Um, at this point, you see Hockey's kind of upset about Moon and what's going on with her. Mm-hmm. And Dimitri kind of tries to, you know, stir up conversation. He's asked if he's watched the new Doctor Who. And Hawk is like, I don't watch that nerd stuff anymore. And Dimitri's like, well, Moffat's no longer a- the showrunner. <laughs> Right, and he's like, well, who's the new doctor? He goes, it's a girl. And all of a sudden you see Eli, you know, yeah. enter Eli. He's like, it's a girl, really? And you see him kind of give in, and you see a little bit of what's going on with him. So there's this back-and-forth battle between Hawk and Eli. Now, you know, uh, here, here's he's the fighting thing, within himself. They talked, they talked this up, though, like it was a really good thing. I don't know many people who really liked... Jodie Whittaker is Doctor Who. I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. I stopped watching it on the on her on her. I've never seen a single one of her episodes yet. You, oh, you haven't watched them at all, like nope. not even to give it a shot. No, eh, I, I think I watched the whole first season and it was it was like really hard. Like I I was only doing it to say I need to watch this so when they finally you know get a new doctor <laughs> I, know, I know the backstory and as you know reasons as to why this I, and that but so i'll be honest i, I on haven't HBO watched max, i haven't watched it so i'll be honest on hbo max i am um i'm re-watching it i started with season two um uh, i'm not a big um christopher eggleston fan i love so eggleston eggleston's the man so i started with um david tennant uh and I have been on the same episode now for four days because um, mm. I fall asleep <laughs> every time. Which episode? Um, if it was Blink, that's amazing. You keep falling asleep. Blink is during my favorite. Blink. I, don't, I don't fall asleep oh. during Blink. Well, dude, Blink, um, is, Blink is amazing. This is that's the, the one, one you when... tell people about. No, I love Blink. You just don't Blink. Um, <clears throat> he's with Donna now. I'm in season four. Um, episode... Donna Noble has left the library. Donna Noble has been saved. <laughs> I love hey, it. who turned out the lights? <laughs> I love that episode. Oh, the Vashon When in the library. Oh, so cool. <sighs> Hello. Um, <laughs> what's her name? River Song. She's my, one of my favorite characters. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Um, I want to know how if that goes anywhere after. <laughs> I mean, she's married to the doctor. Yeah, but she's. Damn. Yeah, but what? <laughs> no, she has twenty four years left. Well, no, she's not dead. So I thought they spent the twenty five years together, and that was what led up to. Okay, whatever. Yep. So, um, Cobra Kai. <laughs> Cobra Kai. 
Hawk gets up to show his dominance and dumps a drink over Dimitri's head and then calls him some names and walks away. Yep. Sam and Tori are still competing at this point. Tori ends up losing because it looks like someone actually kicks the stool out from underneath her. I, I don't know if that's accurate or not, but that's what it looks like. It looks like someone kicked the stool out from underneath her and she fell. Maybe. Um, yeah. Now, these stools are a good three feet high at and least. she's standing on yeah. it. Mm-hmm. She falls on her arm. <clears throat> so her arm now is at least seven feet off the ground and she falls hard on concrete yeah. and nothing happens. Right. That would hurt. I don't care. This, oh, this, yeah. this brought me back to when, when Robbie was training on that tree and he's falling 15 feet out of that tree. Yeah. And, and, and it's he's like okay. nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That w- I'm sorry. He, if he landed fell- on pine needles. Everybody knows pine needles is okay. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. Um, she lands on concrete, but it's yeah. only seven or eight feet off the ground. Fall seven feet off the ground. Well, I mean, it's concrete. It's not granite. <laughs> That's true. There is some give to it. So, <laughs> I mean, it's porous, you know. <laughs> There's holes in it, right? You know, that makes it is. It's filled with air. <laughs> um. That kicks over. Johnny and Daniel are laughing about old times. I mean, they're actually joking about the 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 final tournament, which I thought was great. Um, and then it's salsa so time. You, you, the, oh, the line was like, "You want to get another round? Hey, last time I went four rounds with him, I got a kick to the face." <laughs> and they made a joke out of it. It was perfect. It was good. Um, now it's salsa time, and they all go dancing. Ah, I love salsa. I love. That's why I go to Mexican restaurants because they keep bringing you out, you know, salsa and chips. Yeah, same kind of salsa. Exactly. Exact same kind of salsa. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Robbie and Sam are uh, are drinking a little bit more. Oh, sorry. Let me rephrase that. Robbie finds Sam now drinking a little bit more than she should because she's actually pouring hard liquor into a cup over the sink. Oh, yeah. Um, and stops her. Um Aisha comes over and talks to Sam about how Miguel actually br- did bring uh, Mr. Miyagi's Medal of Honor back to Robbie, and Robbie's the one who actually placed it in the backyard. Um, this is just going going back to a couple episodes back. Um, and then Dimitri gets up on the microphone at this party and makes this giant toast about Hawk or Eli. And basically proceeds to roast him the remainder of the night, talking about how he used to be his binary brother. Um, <laughs> there's some weird medical term about how he is a, you know, in the King's English, a bedwetter. Um, and completely just verbally demolishes Hawk for the next five minutes. Yep. Um, we now find Sam outside. At a pool, at the pool, you know, on a chair sulking, and Miguel shows up. She thanks him for returning the medal. Um, and then they kiss. <gasps> Miguel and Sam kiss. Now, if you if you go back a few scenes, Miguel is dating Tori, and Sam is dating Robbie. Uh-huh. <laughs> but they kiss. But they kiss. Which, <gasps> is, which is, you know, you at the beginning of this episode— you kind of expect it when they do the flashback with the octopus that this was going to happen. It kind right. of brings him back to that. Of course. Um, Tori sees from inside the window, um, Miguel and Sam kiss. And then 
A fight is about to break out at this point in time between Hawk and Dimitri, and the cops show up. This is the part where you know that Stingray has finished his 40s because he's running around with empty 40s tied to his hands. He's like, I can't open the door. No, the, the, funniest, the funniest part is his response when he remembers they're duct taped to his hand. So he goes over and he tries to open the door and he goes, oh, <laughs> like the, his, his response was priceless. Um, I mean, I, I won't repeat it. But I laughed so hard at the at the way that he responded to recognizing how 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 deep his situation was at that moment. Right. So the cops break up the party. Now we're we're back at Johnny's house. He's dropping Cameron off at home. Says good night two or three times. Kisses her. Um, he then goes home and cracks open another chorus banquet. And then he hears the door knock, and he's. Thinking it's Carmen, he opens the door, and Robbie and Sam are at his door. And Robbie asks if they can take if they can have the night there. Roll credits. End of season nine. Um, I will say one thing that this show does is they end every single episode on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Not a single episode actually ends in this one. Not even. Not even the uh, season finales. Not a single episode since we have watched the show has actually had a complete ending. Like, end and start something new next episode. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I don't mind that. Sometimes it's like, at least end something. Bring an ending to something. Well, they will at the end of the season, right? No, no, they won't. No, not, not in this show. <laughs> Nope. Speaking of endings, um, now that season, ep- season, episode nine has ended, we're going to roll right into episode 10 titled No Mercy. Now, I believe the last episode of season one was called Mercy. This ah. one is titled No Mercy. <sighs> okay. So 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 John Stamos can't be in this one at all. Because he doesn't have mercy. Right. So I actually was listening to one of our old podcasts about that and about how they should have brought John Stamos. How we, we thought that we should have brought him into it, at least been part of the judges um, at the tournament and how great that would have been. But now he's just doing these stupid commercials for sandwich for sandwich for sandwich bread or whatever. I don't get it. Is he that bad of an actor now that he can't actually play in movies and good TV shows? Wait, who's doing this? John Stamos. Oh, Stamos. You haven't seen a commercial where he like nah. glides in in this like lounging stance to this couple who are having a picnic and he's like, you should try this. And he's and he's promoting some sandwich bread or whatever, a bread of some sort. It's weird. It's very, he goes, I eat this every day. And I never work out. And his wife is like, the wife of the couple that's there is like, you should eat this every day. Eat it, eat it, eat it. <laughs> She's forcing uh. him to eat. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, so, No Mercy, episode 10 opens up with a pile or a line of clothes leading to a bed. Um, and you kind of know what's going on. And it 
the camera kind of rolls up and you see Daniel and Amanda in bed together. Um, we know what happens there. Um, Daniel gets out of bed and goes to check on Sam to see if she's getting ready for school. And she's not in her room. Now, here's the thing. Have we seen their son at all this season? No. Until now. Yeah, and he's lost a bunch of weight, like I said. A bunch of weight. Yeah. But he's and still the is, same. <laughs> he's still the same guy. Still the same. Still the same kid. But this is the one and only time in this season that he shows up. Yep. And he's like, can I have waffles? Like, Not the like, frozen kind. Yeah. The ones you make from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure. So Daniel's trying to figure out where Sam is. He can't figure it out. Um, Sam's Amanda comes in, logs onto her computer because she knows the password. Um, Aisha starts texting through iMessage or whatever, and they find out that she was drunk, that she never made it home. So Daniel uses the small thing and uses, where's my iPhone to track her iPhone? Um, mm. Didn't we just have a conversation at some point today about our dislike or like or whatever for Apple? Uh, probably. We usually do. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's an everyday occurrence. Yes. Yes, we're talking about uh, Mac, Macs, iMacs. Now, don't you own a Mac, Mr. I hate Apple? I don't like their iPhones because they limit me too much. I like their MacBooks because I can do a lot of really good media editing on the go. Until that iPhone, until that MacBook is really slowed down and you can't update anything. No, because then what I do is what I did last time, which was double the RAM and put in a solid-state hard drive, and then I'm good to go. And then once that starts to fall apart and I end up upgrading to a newer MacBook, I can do a time machine backup and transfer everything over flawlessly. Because it's exactly what happened last time. Yep, nope, I I don't use Mac <laughs> at all. I, I, I won't use their computers. I won't use... I, I will... I tried their phones twice. And, um... Oh, yeah, no, their phones are garbage. I almost threw their <laughs> phones through my window. Um, I, I, I won't... I won't do it again. Well, well, Johnny... Well, Daniel uses the Find My iPhone. He finds out that Sam is in Reseda. Um... We now flip over to Johnny is cooking <laughs> his morning his morning fried bologna. <laughs> uh, I've never actually tried grilling or frying pan frying bologna. I don't know how that would taste, but um, this is a common meal for for Johnny. Uh, we see it a few times throughout the se- throughout the series. Um, Robbie comes up, thanks his dad for letting them stay at the place that night. Daniel pulls up to where the i to where his phone is bringing to to Sam's phone, and he sees uh, Johnny's car. Um, Daniel knocks on the door. Johnny answers it. He's not happy. Well, Daniel's not happy. Johnny's like not letting him in the house. He's gonna be okay. And then Daniel kicks in the door. Yep. Lets himself in, and a giant fight between Johnny and Daniel now erupts. <sighs> the TV's broken. <sighs> the TV is broken. Everything, massive fight. Um. Now, not twelve hours prior to that, they were actually connecting. Now they're not so much. Um, as they're as as they're fighting, Sam and Robbie come out. Sam stops the fight. 
Daniel grabs Sam and then basically rips Robbie apart, accusing him of letting all of this stuff take place and happen to to uh, <clears throat> to Sam. Um, not, I, I can understand why they would think now why Johnny would think that Daniel's the bully. Sometimes he has no room for anything. Then we kick over to opening school day with a montage that happens and bring on Cruel Summer. The yep. song Cruel Summer. Um, this right here is, I would say, the main, I don't know, would it be the main theme song for Karate Kid? But it was one of the uh, the bigger songs played in the original Karate Kid movie. Okay. You don't remember, do you? I don't remember do you, it being you, in the original. Cruel Summer? The original? Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't remember it being... Hmm. That song was by Bananarama. <laughs> and, yeah, Bananarama. And you're right. Yeah, the original. I, I know I'm right. Yeah, I, I know you're right, <laughs> That's too. That's why I'm they played saying, it in just, this movie. Uh, yeah, I just I don't remember where I heard it recently. So, yeah. Well, was... recently you just watched Karate Kid. Oh, well, there you go. So that's where you probably would have heard it, right? That makes sense. Uh, um, hot, hot summer streets and the pavements are burning. I sit around trying to smile, but the air is so heavy and dry. Strange cool voices summer. are saying, what did they say? I, things I can't understand. It's, it's too close for comfort. This heat has got right out of hand. It's a, that's it's the words it's, for it's cool a, summer? It's a cruel summer. <laughs> <laughs> at this point it's been a whole 12 hours that miguel has not heard back from tori he's trying to figure out what's wrong he keeps texting her she's not responding now here's the thing if i was dating somebody and i texted them at night and then the next morning still haven't heard back i'd probably give it a little bit more time if i'm not back in three minutes just wait longer. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps texting her and texting her and getting no response. Um, Telling you, get no respect. <laughs> we we see we see Daniel driving up in his ninety thousand dollar Audi, um, dropping Sam off. She's defending Robbie to her dad, um, and then we see. Johnny dropping Robbie off and he's to going school. through his backpack. Like I got you pencils and paper and all this stuff. He's like, and this was probably one of my favorite lines in the whole movie. He's like trapper keeper. Are those things still cool? Do they still have those? Are they still cool? And Robbie goes, what's a trapper keeper? Yep. yep. Uh, Do you go. remember trapper keepers? I have one right in front of me. It's th it's five feet away. <clears throat> Is it an actual Trapper Keeper. Was that was that a brand? Yeah. Oh, no. No, no. This one's like a five-star. I, I got two of them here. There's a five-star and then something else. Yeah, but those are just three-ring binders now. Well, I mean, they, they, the zip, keeper, they zip up. They, oh, yeah. That's right. They zipped up. Some of them were Velcro. Oh, yeah. No, you this have is, that. This <laughs> has Velcro and zips. Really? Oh, dude. It's, this thing's legit. Yours is like the... Uh, Taj Mahal of Trapper Check Keepers. This, huh? this one, this one's a pro platinum. I've got a little Velcro here. Um, <laughs> I've got a zipper here. I've got a zipper here, and I've got a zipper 
here with a bunch of stuff in it. Yeah, man, this is legit. Put my pencils in here and. <laughs> What's that? Uh, I, I, I felt like Tommy Boy for a second. You could put like cans of like soda in here. <laughs> I love it. Um. Robbie ultimately does feel bad about what happened with Sam the night before. Um, and Robbie states that Daniel and Johnny could both learn a few things from each other. Uh huh. <sighs> we see, we see Miguel calling Johnny. And did you did you take the time to listen to his 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 voicemail outgoing message? Um, what was it again? Hi there. You are getting the smartphone answering machine. For Johnny Lawrence <laughs> and Cobra Kai. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous. I thought, it, I thought that was perfect. The smartphone answering machine. Um, my guy does call and gets his voicemail, leaves him a message. Um, Robbie sneaks up on Sam in school. They talk. He admits about the Medal of Honor, wants to get it off his chest, feels yep. better about getting it off his chest. Sam is about to actually confess what happened the night before with Miguel and tell her that, tell Robbie that she kissed him when saved by the bell. The bell rings and Robbie can't be late for class, so off to class he goes. So he thinks. Stingray is going for a job interview. <laughs> Has no prior experience. He's interviewing for a teacher position at their school because he wants to be around his no, friends. No, 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 security guard position. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's, teacher. it's uh, yeah. yeah, he's going yeah. there for a security job and he starts going off. He's like, what do you have for skills? And he's like talking about like where he's at and his karate <laughs> skills. And it's, it's like, like what I have no prior experience, but I did win. The red headband versus black headband. Coyote <laughs> <laughs> Creek. <laughs> And one day I will be a yellow belt. I see a yellow belt in my future or an orange belt or whatever. Um, <laughs> this is perfect. It's. And then he's like, what does the teacher's. He's like, better. what's the he's teacher's like, round situation? What's the situation teacher's round look, look like? Yeah. <laughs> and now we get into it. Here is the crux of this entire episode. This right here is the longest fight scene I've seen in a TV show. It is the most unrealistic fight scene I've seen in a TV show, but it is probably one of the best fight scenes I've seen in a TV show. Um, Tori comes barging into the, the, the intercom room at the school, and she threatens Sam over the intercom to the entire school. And she is on a warpath. Tori and Sam meet at the intersection of the halls and there are students around every intersection ready to see what happens. Johnny, I mean not Johnny, Miguel and Robbie are both running out to see what happens. And the biggest fight scene in the school happens. You got Robbie fighting Miguel. You got Sam fighting Tori. Hawk against whoever will fight him. Um, Dimitri runs for the teacher 
<laughs> he, he escapes immediately. Um, Moon is just asking why we all can't just get along. Um, Stingray then comes in with the teacher who's like, what the heck is going on after his interview? And he's like, don't worry. I got this. And he goes in and just starts wailing on students. Now, here's the issue. He's like in his, again, he's in his late 20s, early 30s, and he's beating on 16-year-olds. <laughs> the, the, the way he does it, though, he's he, going he runs in, him. he goes, I've got this, sir. And he just comes in. But he's like, he like, he runs up to one guy hyperextends his arm and and chops it a bunch of times and then like throws him over then he hip checks another guy like he's not like severely harming people he's just like minorly annoying them and and then like shoving them away and it's it's hilarious we find it funny but think if you had like a 28 29 year old coming into a school hitting your 15 year old Right, and that's why I'm I'm watching this going. This should not happen. Be I happening. don't understand. <laughs> like I don't get it. Um, but it makes it. We laugh at it because we're like, yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't really happen. Now this whole fight is taking place through the entire school. It's through the halls. It's up the stairs. One teacher tries to get in a way and gets flipped. Another teacher is like, screw this. They don't pay me enough. Um, it's a massive long fight scene. Now we're heading towards the middle to the end of the fight, and we have Hawk and Dimitri are now fighting, and somehow Dimitri takes out Hawk. Um, I don't get that part. Uh, yeah, I, I don't Hawk know. is so much more advanced than Dimitri. Dimitri is this weakling. He's blocked maybe four things his entire career in martial arts, and does this incredible block to Hawk and takes him down. Throws him into a trophy trophy case and hurts him big time. Yeah. I mean, um, it, it was good. It was just good timing. I, mean, I, I The way I look at it is that most likely Hawk was just really blinded by rage and Dimitri is just starting to get, get a hang of, you know, catching on. What, there, there was a part where these two... They're two little kids from the from the do- from each dojo. They're sparring each other, and then one teacher grabs one kid and tosses him over his shoulder, and then grabs the other kid and just drags him down the hall. Yeah, uh, but these two little kids are fighting. They're probably what <laughs> 13, 14 years old, and they're two scrawny little kids. It's hilarious. Right. Um, Tori is wearing a spiked bracelet. Takes that out and puts it on, kind of like brass knuckles, and. She takes off because Sam is like, oh, you're going to fight. All, all you can do is fight dirty. And she basically cuts the cuts um, Sam's arm. Sam t- knocks, takes her out. Well, yeah. well, she, her she, the... she pulls out the spikes. She puts the spike bracelet like on her knuckles at that point. Right, as just... like brass knuckles. And just rips apart Sam's arm. Sam proceeds to kick her and knock her over the handrail to the next set of stairs. Um Miguel and Robbie are still fighting. And now they're fighting over Sam, basically, because Robbie is upset with Miguel that Miguel kissed Sam. Miguel still likes Sam, um, but at the same time still likes um, Tori. Miguel is about to break Robbie's shoulder when he remembers Johnny's talk about having more honor versus mercy. 
You're, you're, you're about to say something. Go for it. No, nothing. No, go, go for it. Please no, go continue. For it. No, please continue. He gets up, lets him go. Robbie then does a spin kick and kicks Miguel over <laughs> this handrail, which they are two stories up. Miguel falls down onto the handrail at the first level on his back and is now on the stairs completely unconscious and he knocked down. He is done. He is done. done. Um, that is a TKO. A TKO. An ambulance is called. 911 is called. Um, it flips over to Daniel. Now, this whole fight scene, I think, lasted about a good 10 to about 10 minutes or so. Uh-huh. It was a big part of the show. Um, and it was, I th- none of it would happen. None of it would happen. Um, fantastic for the show, but un- completely unrealistic. Yeah. Daniel has Daniel has no idea what's going on until Amanda comes running into where he's at in the dojo and tells him what happens. Right. Johnny gets a call. No, I thought Johnny got a call, but then it looked at it and it's he gets another update. He's like another update on my phone. I just bought this stupid thing. <laughs> he ignores it. Then he hears Carmen scream because she got the call about Miguel. <clears throat> Miguel's out in the hospital. Um, Carmen, her mother, and Johnny are all in the hospital with Miguel. Johnny is clearly devastated by this. And she he is like, I am so sorry about this. Carmen is now completely mad at Johnny, blames him for any everything, um, and basically walks away from Johnny. <sighs> yeah. Again, she, all she's of this just was done. like... Like, stay yeah. away from me. Don't ever call me again. Right. This entire episode completely negates the 15 hours before with the dit they were all on the night before. Right. Um, Sam is... Daniel and Amanda are seeing Sam. Sam is upset about what happened to Miguel. And at this point, Johnny now conveniently realize that there's an unplayed message on his voicemail, listens to it, and hears Miguel's voice over the voicemail, and this brings tears to his eyes. It, you're trying to see Johnny build more compassion to what's going on. Um, Johnny goes to the elevator, meets up with Daniel, awkward silence, next scene. Johnny goes back to his dojo. He walks in. He's about to unlock the door when he realizes the door is unlocked. And he hears people in the back room, and he walks out back, and Kreese is now teaching what remains of Cobra Kai students. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Kreese basically says that you are no longer in charge of this dojo because your original handshake deal that he made two two seasons back, two years ago... Um, doesn't count. And he made an official deal with his landlord. And Cobra Kai was founded by him. It will always be his. Um, and he's going to teach his students properly. Um, and he will never, ever, ever let his students lose. No. Um, Daniel now goes back to the hospital, sees Amanda, goes to see Sam. She's now in an x-ray, possible broken rib and amanda is like no more karate you're done she tells daniel no more karate you are done teaching 
This has gone too far. And Denzel's like, I'm going to just get Cobra Kai back. And she's like, no, you don't understand. You're done completely. No more. We now see Johnny at the beach. And we hear Cruel Summer again. Ah, yes. But more of like, this is how it sounded to me. You ever, I think you're the one that showed me like the, the guy who does, um, is it minor songs in the major scale? Or is oh, it yeah. major scale in the minor? Which way? Well, there's, which way? There's, there's both, actually. Yeah. Yeah. The, but what's a, the, when it's when it's happier versus kind of sadder? Happier is the minor or the major scale, well, right? We, we used to watch the Steve Terryberry videos, um, and he would do major songs in minor, and that's it, what it, it was. made it made things like super sad. And that's how this song sounded. Yeah, because now they're doing Cobra uh, Cruel Summer, and it sounded like it was like the sadder version of everything that was going on. Yeah. Um, well, the <clears> song's <throat> called Cruel Summer, not Cool Summer. Did you expect it to be exciting? So. Well, the song is very upbeat, though. Yeah, I guess so. But that's in this version, it wasn't. Um, yeah. Johnny, at this point. Is he's done with Cobra Kai? He sees his car. He throws this, you know, liquor bottle at the car. Tosses the keys in the car. Tosses his phone. He gets another update. Well, he thinks it's an update on his phone. He tosses the phone. It at the beach into the sand. Yep. And we're thinking it's another update, but no. Cobra Kai cannot just let a season end. They have to let it stop on some sort of cliffhanger. They pan over to the phone. It says, Allie, whatever her last name is. Allie Mills Schwarmer. Schwarmer sends you a Facebook friend request. Yep. Roll credits. So now we're under the expectation that um, Allie will be introduced in season three. That yeah. is what it's leading us to believe. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. We'll get there at some point. But that's that's. I mean, that, so many shows do that, though. We've yeah, I don't that. mind the show. I don't mind the show <clears throat> ending on like the season finale ending on a a um, cliffhanger. They've always done it that way. It preps you. It, it gets you excited for the next season to come up. Unless it's Loki. Um, Loki, it just made you mad. Because <laughs> yeah. you were expecting a one-season thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> but every single episode in this TV show ends with a cliffhanger. I'm not yep. sure how I totally feel about that. <laughs> but, well, I'm okay with it. I mean, it, so the thing is, we're in a very different time where... We binge. Most yep. people binge watch their shows as opposed to, you know, when we were younger, you know, even just 20 years ago when we would watch a show and we'd wait a week, you know, and then we'd wait a year after that was over, you know, to catch the rest of it. Um, that was like three months. And then Because the then TV you, shows <laughs> would play from September through June, the school year. And then yeah. the summer would take off and then you would start off the next season three months later that's why it was always whenever you saw like the end of a season they would always film 
episode one of the next season at the same time. Yeah. And then you would see the conclusion of that on the next season. And then the second episode was three months later. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess that makes sense. Uh, yeah. I mean, th- things are just different now. And the fact that they leave it that way, it's like, well, we're not going to people have, you know, get people waiting forever. We're just going to move on here. Yeah, but they are waiting forever because I'll be honest. Season four is already out. Mm-hmm. I've you haven't watched it yet. I did watch season four. I'll have to watch it again because I don't remember most of it. Uh huh. But on New Year's Eve, I binged watched all ten episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I watched the entire season of Cobra Kai in about four hours, four and a half hours. Now here's the issue with that. Is I'm going to guess that season five will not come out until December 31st of 2022. So I have an entire year before I can even watch another episode of it. Right. So I watched an entire season in one day. Where it used to be, you could watch the entire season in nine months. It took you all nine months. Like you were engulfed in it for nine months. Now it's a week tops. Or if you're or if you're if you're Disney Plus, a month and a half. A whole month and a half. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah. But overall, you know, that's the end of uh, episodes nine and ten. Um, I'll go back to it. My favorite fight scene. I will. Your one of your favorite fight scenes is when Miguel does his first fighting in season one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what that's up there with mine. This fight scene in this episode was my favorite so far. I love this fight scene. Oh, it was insane. I mean, I'd say for, as far as memorable fight scenes in this show, there's the original cafeteria fight scene. Which is your favorite. Yeah, I, I think it's great because it was, it, was, it was minimal. Um, wait, whatever happened to him? Um, what's his face like, there? <sighs> was he even in this, in, in this season at all? No. What was, got, what was his name? I Didn't forget, he, but he got he got toasted in um season one. Toasted? Well he got okay. he, he lost a fight. Yeah. Lost a fight. But didn't he join Cobra Kai? I honestly don't remember. I thought he joined Cobra Kai and then it what it led to nothing? Probably. Probably got written off. We just didn't realize it. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, yeah, there's a there's a lot. I mean, even the girl who was driving the car that originally got crashed, that crashed into Johnny, not Moon, the other girl. Yeah, she's been written off for a while too. It's true. You haven't seen her in a long time either. Y- y- Yasmin. Yeah. Yasmin. Yeah. So, but overall, I, again, I still. This TV show for TV show is still up there as one of my favorites. I love this TV show. It's great. It's a good show. Um, it's a good show. It's semi-clean. Not as Langu- much language. Language-wise, no. <laughs> <laughs> could go, it could be a little bit better. Um, but overall, I thought it was a fantastic, fantastic season. Um, I am excited for season three again. Um, but this time, kind of going more into it, so... Yeah, I'm definitely excited to rewatch season three after it's now been a long time rewatching for me. rewatching the um the Karate Kid movies. 
Right. So that'll help. Yeah, I might I might go back and rewatch the first two again. Um just to kind of get more for season three. I don't yep. remember a lot of season three. It's been a while, almost a year since I've watched it. So um yep. gotta get caught up with that. All right. So. Well, you you are borrowing my DVD player because it's like you know archaic technology at this point. So if you'd like to borrow those movies, I have them. Well, well. I already have them. I'm oh, streaming good them. For you. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. But you'll get that back soon, like within twelve hours. Yep. So, yeah, that was a that was a smart. So we're planning on doing another movie at some point, and Lee is like. You can borrow the movie. You can, I couldn't find it on streaming for free, so he's like, "You can borrow the movie." And I was like, "Sure." And then he's like, "And you can take notes." And I'm like, "No, I'm giving <laughs> it back to you the next day. You can take notes." <laughs> I, I do notes for Cobra Kai, uh, but overall, whoa! Can you still hear me? Yeah, absolutely. Something just yep. cut out. Ooh, wow! Not not me. Not you. Um, You're fine. So. Yeah, with that being said, you know, I'm all set with these last two episodes of Cobra Kai. <laughs> Great ending. Well, thanks yeah. everybody for sticking well, around. Uh, my, I hit my <laughs> microphone and something cut out. I'm not hearing anything in my headphones except for you. Okay. So, well, it's weird. Pity. And so, all right, guys, thank you for going through this entire season with us and... Um, Have a great night. See ya.